0: good evening this is Steph and I'm here with the
1: G-man Alan Gitlin good evening hello, Alan Steph. hello Steph what's going on buddy how are you tonight uh,
0: uh you don't want to know I want to save how I am tonight for tomorrow night's episode because today okay. was an unbelievable day but I okay. I am excited tonight because okay. our, our story is an unbelievable story how things you know turn out and how fate would have it and uh I'm going to ask you to uh, to do that. Share how we met today, because the audience needs to know why we're the best live stream on uh, the internet right now, bar bar none. I mean, you've tried the rest. Now it's time for you to sample the best.
1: So we are the, the best. Nick. That the nick and the knack of podcasting. We're he not sure knack. which is nick and which is knack, though. <laughs>
0: yeah. well, they're related to frickin' frack, I think.
1: Yeah, that's, they're cousins.
0: And if they were singing doo-wop in the 50s, it would be yakety-yak, don't talk back,
1: you know. Right. <laughs>
0: anyway, Knack so... and neck. Right. So I was in California. Uh, now, set the table. What year was this now?
1: Uh was that? Three years ago, I believe, right? Three years right. ago. So,
0: so three years ago in... Uh, in,
1: no, in, in November.
0: November. Uh, you were in Chicago, right?
1: Um, I was actually in St. Louis, but the train to come back to New York where I had to go to Chicago because that's the main hub for Amtrak yes okay. I had to take a five-hour ride yeah
0: so you were in Chicago
1: right and, and uh, we were we were in the train station and a Chinese guy was running around with his head cut off for about a half hour everybody was looking at him who was on our waiting for our train and um we don't know what's going on we, we see this guy running around with his head cut off I got to get on the train I got to get on the train I got to get on the train and he's <laughs> running all over the train station and finally the Antrak lady who's a little weird actually she I don't know what the hell her problem was she was a little wacky too um big 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 woman but uh she said to him you know your box is not taped up and the rules are if the box isn't taped up you cannot take it on the train and after watching this guy for about a half hour running all over the airport trying to find a roll of i, I assume masking tape or something to tape this in a pretty good sized box uh she decided to put Amtrak tape around it and taped it up so he could get on the train because he was being a real pain in the butt to her and uh we ended up in the same car me and steph with about six or eight other people from new york and we started bullshitting and laughing and having fun and um we, during the train ride, the train go, gets, gets going and he's sitting in the back of the car with the conductor and his box and his luggage is back there. And uh, about eight of us were telling jokes and telling where we're from and what are we doing and you know wh- where you're going and what, wh- why are you on the train now. And, uh, Steph met his wife for 20 minutes on the train, but we a, well, he can tell that story. And, uh, this guy is running up and down the car. And nobody really paid attention to him, but we see him running back and forth and we have no clue what the hell he's going, You know what the hell he's doing. We're just looking at him like, you this freaking nut? And we're telling jokes and laughing and having fun about eight of us, I guess. And um, I go to the bathroom, it's about 11 o'clock at night and um, we're in Cleveland, Ohio at the time. And I open the bathroom door and it reeks, I mean, totally reeks of marijuana. And uh, I I just couldn't believe it because there's no place for it to go, really, you know. Um, And I go back and I tell everybody, and we're all laughing and having fun. What jerk would do that? What an idiot's got no place to go. And Steph has, you know, got a blanket over this girl's head, and we don't know what's going on. I guess he's getting train head. We don't know, which is similar (laughs) to motor head. But anyway, and we go to sleep, all of us. I don't know if Stefan and this girl were sleeping, but whatever. The rest of us were sleeping, but there was some noise coming from one side of the car. We're not going to go there, but anyway, so moaning and groaning.
0: Oh, so I was going to say I was going to add that to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's some moaning and groaning going on the other side of the car there. We, you know, I was on one side, and he was on the other side of the aisle.
0: But we we didn't know each other at this point.
1: No, we 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 didn't know each other at that time. No. So uh, your we,
0: whole we, time. We
1: we, well, we, I think we met, but we just kind of said, you know, I'm Steph, I'm going to New York, and I said, I'm I'm Alan. And, and I'm going to New York, and right. I'm an actor, comedian. And you just said, you know, you do some stuff and whatever. You said you had a comedy. Matter of fact, I believe you took out your laptop and showed me some of the stuff that you did. So don't yeah, even I do did,
0: yeah. yeah, right, that exactly. And right. I, and and I
1: told you along, to and I believe I gave you one of my cards because I give my cards to everybody. So, you know, that's me. And the next morning we wake, we wake up, and it's about nine o'clock in the morning, and the conductor gets on a PA and says the the border patrol is doing a spot check of IDs. And of course, none of us really take the train that often, so we don't really know if that's really true or not. But he says, you're gonna have to get off the train and they're gonna check some IDs. And um, we pull into, I believe it was Buffalo, New York. Um, And he says, uh, you gotta get off. And there was about 20 people on on our car maybe, maybe 15, I'm not sure, I didn't really count them. And we get off, we notice nobody else is getting off. And there's the Border Patrol. There's the Buffalo Police and the Amtrak Police waiting for us. And they check a couple of girls IDs, and they tell everybody to get back on. And the Chinese guy, they say, you're not going back on. We're taking your luggage and your box off. And we pull out, and we have no idea what's going on, why they won't let this guy back on the train. All of us were talking about it, like, what the hell's going on? Why won't they let him on? And um, we get to Albany. And they tell us there's a 20 minute rest area where we can get some decent food because the food on the freaking train, I mean, really truly sucked. (laughs) And uh,
0: (laughs) to say the least,
1: (laughs) you know, I think I lost about four pounds that day, whatever. Um, The food definitely sucked and it was always short term rental food anyway. So uh, we were all running to the bathroom a lot, but we wouldn't go there. And so uh, the conductor says, you know, what happened to that guy? And we have no idea. So we said to him, yeah, what happened? and he says he got arrested and we say what for well in that box that the amtrak lady taped up with amtrak tape it was a three pound brick of new york so somebody in new york in chinatown didn't get their drugs this week now that at the time was illegal in all states so he went from illinois to ohio and now we're in new york so that's a federal offense now so he probably got about five years and now, Steph, you can take it from there, what you think happened there. Well, so give your version of the re- story a little bit.
0: It is my recollection, because now we don't know each other. I just no, came off I just come right. off a train uh, from uh, California. I'm tired right. now because right. now I still got from, from Chicago to get to New York. And I'm thinking, I just want to get on the train. So I'm sitting there in the terminal, and some woman says, can I sit next to you? So it's an empty seat. Oh, okay, fine. Next thing I know, she's making a conversation with me and getting really, really close to me. I'm thinking, you oh, know, this is kind of odd, but you know, I'm tired. I wait for my train. So while this is all going on and she's talking to me, I look up and there's the Chinese guy running right. back and forth, you know, like like a chicken without his head. And I'm right. saying, what's, what's up with this box? So I get to see from a distance what's going on with the Amtrak lady trying to tape the box and. I'm not thinking that this guy is going to be on the same train with me. I'm thinking I don't know where where he's going because we're sitting, you know, in a terminal with multiple different, you know, uh, destinations. So I'm thinking, you know, he's not going my train. He's definitely not going in my car is what I'm thinking. But how wrong I was. So now I get on the train. And as I get on the train, the woman says to me, do you mind if I sit next to you? Well, she's sitting next to me in the terminals. Okay, well, what harm could it be? So I said, Well, where are you going? She says, Well, I'm going to New York State. I says, Well, you know, that's where I'm going. So that was part of how State of confusion. it started say the confusion. <laughs> so we get on the train. And she sits next to me and she seems to be tired or whatever. After a couple of minutes on the train, she starts to doze off. Next thing I know, her head just like goes on my shoulder. And now all of a sudden like it's cemented to my shoulder i can't move so as a common courtesy i'm thinking well you know the girl's out you know i think she did a little snoring or whatever and i'm thinking you no, know, she's really tired or whatever so i had a blanket with me so i decided you know do a gentlemanly thing i just you know put the blanket on her shoulders or whatever being she's on my shoulder and uh, next thing you know uh
1: it was she in your was lap bobbing,
0: she was bobbing bobbing for apples and that's Apple. kind of where
1: she had trouble fighting <laughs> the april <laughs> playing pocket you you couldn't play any ball.
0: <laughs> so at that point, you know, like uh, I was being entertained, and uh, you know, in a quiet, <laughs> discreet sort of a way. I, you know, I'm tired, whatever. So I just roll with it, and you're looking over at me, thinking, "Well, it's probably his wife," you know, right? You Which everybody
1: wife. thought. Which everybody thought. Yeah. 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 We thought. See? We thought. that's what We thought you were married for about twenty minutes.
0: Well, it appeared that way. It really did. And you know yeah. what? You know, I um, I can't take it back. So here it was. That's that's kind of like where I was at at that point. But you smelled the marijuana, and then I finally smelled it. And I said, "Shit, don't hide, divide." And in my head, you know, I'm <laughs> thinking, you know, Garrett, three,
1: right? why, 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 "Why keep it to yourself?"
0: Yeah. So here he's got three pounds of weed, you know, that we found out later. And right. uh, but when we came off the train there's there's the, the the amtrak police and the homeland security were there i mean right. he had the whole entourage like waiting right. here to take, take right him. they we were getting
1: the they, were, they were getting them no matter what yep. yeah
0: so now they're looking through they're so, selectively choosing people to check their ids selectively right so where i was there was a like uh, an indian guy in front of me and, and uh right. he uh he got you know a uh, question and he got check his id whatever and i'm next to him i'm thinking shit, pick me pick me pick me but they didn't bother me i'm thinking you want to stop him and that's you know because in my mind at that point i felt it was profiling right. They, right. they had no reason right. to do that to him i figured if you, you know i wanted to say to them well being you, you 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 checked his id i wanted you to check mine but i didn't and they, you know what let it go but i just felt that you know because he was really nervous i think he right. shit his pants And that's kind of where we got the idea for this show, the BS He had a
1: little little rice and curry in his pants.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he was scared shitless. I mean, you know, and rightfully so, because you got the Homeland Security, you got the Amtrak police, and you don't know why you're taking off the train. You have no idea, and here you are, like, you're you're held hostage to this investigation. And
1: and no other car was coming off but us. Nobody came out of any other car but us. We We didn't realize that until we looked around and we didn't see anybody else coming off the car to train but us
0: but one thing I can tell you about the the woman I married for 20 minutes be sitting next to me because I was not alone they didn't bother me they oh you know they're a couple so I kind of got a pass I think because of that because oh these guys you know they look a little older they look more mature you know they're not the ones carrying the marijuana you know so luckily for me it spared me of of the expense of having to go through the you know the uh, the investigation or the incident report. So, yeah. I knew the Chinese guy was like going away. I'm thinking, you know, for them to do that, you know, they got him dead to right. There's nothing he can do to change, you know, the three pounds of marijuana. If he was a magician, he could have made it disappear. But I don't think he was a magician at this point. You know, yeah,
1: smoking <laughs> an awful lot of it the night before, <laughs> make it disappear or handed out in the car would have disappeared probably.
0: The guy was smoking continuously on the train
1: though. Yeah.
0: I mean, he, he was, a, you know, a chronic cigarette smokers. He was a chronic pot smoker.
1: Yeah, he and was running guy, up and down the aisles. We weren't we were we weren't really paying attention to him because we were all kind of laughing, having fun, and you were getting the train head, so you weren't paying attention to it. <laughs> so,
0: you know. I was oblivious to him until, you know, when when the police, you know, got involved with right. it, and then we found found out what he was right. doing, I put I put it two two and two together, what was happening in, in the Amtrak terminal, and why he was acting right. so peculiar. And, right. and didn't find out until you did about what he was carrying and why they pulled right. him off the train, <laughs>
1: right, right, we had no idea what was going on. with him. we just knew he was a little wacky. That's all. So,
0: so when when this all this all transpired, you and I started talking at that point. Yeah. And then uh, we said, you know, nobody's going to believe this. Right. Now, this is, this, And that's the first thing we're thinking, like, you know, if you weren't here, you,
1: you you probably wouldn't believe it. find,
0: yeah. it's hard to believe. So I said, you know, what an introduction story that you and I have as to our friendship. So while yeah. we're on the train, I had showed you some things I was doing, you told right. me about some things, you gave me a card. And I told you about things that I've done and capable of right. doing and I right. saw what you were doing and we became friends at that point I think right after that you know, we started uh, talking to each other on the phone probably a couple of days later after we got to right. New York
1: right and we've been and, friends and, ever since in three years we we we've we've you've interviewed me for Sandoni productions many times right uh, right. You make your shit up and uh you can't sleeping. swallow this
0: <laughs> yeah sleeping, sleeping with the fishes <laughs>
1: <laughs> sleeping with the fishes and then we well, decided yeah. to you came up with this idea to put a show together for Streamyard uh that we do every thursday night and you can tell them where they can find us, stuff because you're the you're the man behind the scenes i'm just a, a voice <laughs>
0: well, no, you're, you're my co my my co-host on this anyway where they can find the show two places but the first place that i set it up on was the internet guy for you and right. uh That's on YouTube. These are YouTube channels I'm mentioning. And the other YouTube channel is a new one that we're on tonight exclusively, which is the BS show, Stuff and the G-Man. So now we have our own YouTube channel dedicated just for this craziness that we call comedy. But in our comedy, it's stories, real life stories, and we've added some things to it in the show. We've got idioms, we've got analyze this, We've got stories about wise guys. We've got real life stories, dating
1: stories. I mean, right. you can stories. Have, uh, broadcast of things that happen in everyday life that people don't pay attention to. But uh, me, the comedian, I'm a I'm an actor comedian. I've been an actor comedian for about 20 years. Um, I was trained by Caroline's Comedy School in New York. I am compared to Seinfeld. Um, I pay attention to things that a lot of people don't pay attention to. I've been in some major movies. If you blink, you miss me, but I got paid. I've been in a few music videos. The last one was a uh, little TJFN. Um, if you look at it, the last minute and a half, you'll see the judge. And I, I am the judge in that. And I actually spoke to him. He's not a, not a bad kid. Um, he's going to be a millionaire probably very shortly. Uh, the kids love him. Um, but I, of course, me being a comedian, I had to talk to him because I was on the bench. And he was in the witness box and i said hey little tj you're supposed to get off right he goes yeah i said but you're talking to everybody but the judge <laughs> and he went you man you're nuts <laughs> so you know I, I actually talked to him and when i drove for lyft um which i don't do anymore thanks to covid um i would tell young people in the car and they right away would look at the video and put me on instagram and and take pictures of me and they thought i was a big deal and to me i'm just a regular guy you know i i, I like extra work um, I've written a script also that's, that's, that uh, Steph knows I'm going to have a trailer made for hopefully by the end of the summer. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on. We we tell stories. We tell jokes. Uh, we have idioms for idiots, which a lot of people don't know what idioms are. We let, we explain that. Uh, we analyze this, certain things that are going on in the world right now. We give our opinions about it, what we think. And um, we just have a good time with it. It's called The BS Show because there's two guys just BS and having fun. You know,
0: you know when we 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 talked about today. We talked about the uh, the the woman muff diving. You know, going down for the uh, the bacala or whatever. Yeah, I, uh, I thought of I thought of a Train story.
1: Head. Head. Transit head.
0: Transit head. I thought about Train a story. Head. This is a true story. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. living in Florida, and yeah. uh, I'm about I'm about to get married, right? And uh, Sorry to cousins, hear that again. Yeah, I was. Again. Well, yeah. anyway, so um, uh, my cousins come down from New York to Florida for the uh the wedding now that Friday night they were going to take me out you know bachelor's night to take to take me out you know uh before right. the, the the wedding so we go out and uh oh but the week before that I uh, uh was it now yeah the week yeah the week before that uh Macho Camacho is in a salad bar with with me I was there my wife and he had three friends with him I'm at the salad bar I got two plates. I'm grabbing, peeling, eat shrimp. I'm grabbing all the things on uh, the buffet and he's behind me and he can't wait. Very impatient guy, very angry. So he yeah. kind of nudges me and I got two plates in my hand. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to drop this. And then, so I didn't, I didn't slow down. I said, you know what? I paid my 1395, whatever it is. I'm going to grab my food. So yeah. I took even more time to do it. Cause at that point I looked at him and now I knew who he was so he goes back, you know, with his food to his table and he's got the old cell phone pointing at me, you know, and I could hear him mutter- phone. muttering the muttering words, you motherfucker. Now my wife is looking, is he calling you a motherfucker? I said, yeah, I think he is. She said, what mm-hmm. happened to you and him at the salad bar? I said, well, if you must know, he's impatient. He couldn't wait. I said, right. and you know, he wants to, you know, make an example of me. She says, well, who is he? I said, well, he's Macho Camacho, the boxer. He lives. He's living in Immokalee where he trains and he's right. probably here in Fort Myers, you know, for the day or whatever to hang out with his friends. I said, so he's right. looking for a fight. So I said to my wife, I said, you know, I'm not going to fight. I, I, I came here to eat. I didn't come here to fight. I'm not a fighter. So he now is like making a big deal with his three guys that are there at the table. Like, you know, I'm going to get him when he goes outside. I could, I could feel it. My wife says to me, And she grabs my hand while i'm eating and she scratches my left hand i still had the scratches i think from today and she says don't you dare leave before he does wait until after he leaves you we are not leaving before he leaves so now i'm looking at him right and i can see it's a a fight in the making you know just i just had to say boo and well yeah
1: he was a hothead he was a light light middleweight i believe right
0: yeah, he's a, a yeah lightweight 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 champion. Right. So he, yeah. he was the light welterweight champion at the time, right?
1: Right. And he's in
0: good shape. Now,
1: right.
0: I'm looking at him and I said to, to my ex, I said, by the way, I said, there'll be no fight tonight. I says, I won't be fighting. He said, you want to know why? He says, why? I says, he's going to have to, I'm going to have to get paid a million dollars to fight this guy. I said because I'm not fighting him today in this restaurant or in this parking, parking lot for free. For free. Right. This will be a this will be a pay for view event, so I said right. to her, "Honey, I said, don't worry, I'm not getting up to fight this man." Uh, so right. we let him go, and here we are. We're engaged. We had not got married yet. And then the next weekend, my cousins come down. They take me out to this uh, this after hour club, regular club, and uh, when I get to the club, there's a picture with Macho Camacho and two of the bodyguards with his arms around their shoulders. And so I asked one of the, bo- uh, the bouncers, I said, by the way, I said, that's macho, isn't it? And I knew it was. He said, yeah, he comes here every Friday. Matter of fact, uh, he might he be here tonight.
1: should right?
0: Yeah, exactly. He usually gets here about 10, 11 o'clock. I said, really? So my cousin said to me, what are you drinking? I said, either water or 7-Up or ginger ale. I said, I'm not drinking tonight. I said, what do you mean? It's It's your bachelor party. I said, listen to me. <laughs> I'm going to make this very, very clear. I will not drink tonight because if that man, Macho Camacho, comes in here, I need to be sober. Because if he kicks my ass, I like to remember that it happened, you know.
1: (laughs) That's why I can sue him if I I sue him.
0: (laughs) So now I got lucky. He didn't show up that night, you know. So by the end of the night, I got a little, you know, a little more confidence that you know this is going to be a a regular night you know the way it's supposed to be a bachelor night so at that point I think I had one cordial drink with my cousins and uh, we went home so the next day a friend of mine there was a policeman in Fort Myers and he asked me how things going he says I hear you're getting married I said yeah whatever and he knew my ex and he says to me he says well the story you just told me about macho camacho you don't have to worry I go why he says, we just arrested him uh, two days ago on uh, the Fort, in Fort Myers on the I-75 on the interstate for doing like 20 miles an hour uh, on the interstate. The minimum is like 40 or 45, whatever. And he's doing 20, 25 because there was a woman on his lap, you know, doing the motorhead thing, you know, doing a wild thing on his lap. So they pulled him Good. over. Motorhead. Yeah. And the motorhead. So they arrested him for motorhead, you know, instead of DWI, it was motorhead. <laughs> and uh, they took his license. So. The policeman said to me step you don't have to worry you know he won't be driving for a while i said yeah i said but well, he's got three friends that can <laughs> yeah.
1: well you know you know i gotta tell you a story about chuck wep i don't know if you know who chuck wepner is he's the chuck bleeder, wepner. chuck yeah chuck wepner is the bayonne bleeder he was the new jersey uh, state champion for many many years you couldn't knock this guy out but you, you know three punches he started bleeding you know That's why he got his nickname, the Bayonne Bleeder. Well, Chuck Webner used to hang out down in Jersey Shore. And I used to see him at the Osprey. He was friends with my, uh, there's a group that I used to, that I followed called Salvation. I got very friendly with them and he was friends with them and they would bring him up on stage and he'd blow a whistle and he had girls all over the place. Well, anyway, I hadn't seen Chuck in, um, it's gotta be, let's see, I was about 21. So I didn't see him until I was about 60, I guess. I hadn't seen him maybe 40 years. And he had been in trouble for a little bit. He's been a liquor salesman for a local liquor distributor all, most of his life. But he got in some trouble at one point. And he's been married like three times. And his third wife straightened him out completely. And he's lost a lot of weight. He looks really good, actually. He got his nose fixed. His mo- nose was like, all uh, over the place. Looked like a road map. Okay. And he got some of the scar tissue taken off his eyes, you know, and, he, and he's a pretty, he's got to be in his 70s now, I'm sure. And he slimmed down, which I didn't know. Was is that he's um, he hangs around Bayonne, Jersey City. He still sells liquor, and you know, they use him as a as like a you know like a you know like a guest host. And he he still has accounts. that people know him, and he he's, he walks around Bayonne, Jersey City, and everybody knows him in Hoboken. They all know him. Um, anyway, so I was working for Jersey City Ford. I was an outside sales truck, getting in the medium duty truck work, municipality work, and selling parts on the road for them. And he came in there to service his car. And I happened to see him. Hey, Chuck, how you doing? I I met you like 40 years ago, you know, with Salvation, this group I used to follow. He goes, Salvation? Oh, man, I haven't heard them in, in, you know, ages. And so I said, Chuck, you remember me? You met me a couple of times. He goes, I don't really remember. I was out of it then. You know, I was drinking and smoking and doing all kinds of shit at the time, you know. And he actually fought Ali. And he knocked Ali down. He won 15 rounds with Ali. He got knocked out, I believe, in the 15th round, I think. Um... Uh,
0: he gave his, Ali, Ali yeah,
1: he gave Ali all he could handle, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean Ali beat I mean Ali beat, beat him up, but he couldn't knock him down. He was like a George Chavelo punching bag, you know. Um and um the reason why he got a shot was because he's there's a New Jersey champ. He was undefeated at the time. I think it was like 67-1 and one or something. I don't know. He was some, you know, he had a bunch of fights and um his manager had helped Ali when he was very uh young and coming up. So the manager went to him. And said, Listen, I got this guy. He can't get knocked out. He can. He bleeds, but nobody can knock him out. How about giving him a shot so he can make some money? And anyway, Chuck Webner sued Stallone because he felt that Rocky was his story. A palooka who was given a shot. And um, he actually won a case against Stallone for 3.7 million. Whether he got it or not, I don't know. But to this day, he told me that him and Stallone are friends and they talk all the time.
0: And oh yeah, the money.
1: Then he make another he got, movie, right? That I don't know, but
0: he did get paid from that. After he uh, he made Stallone aware of the fact that you
1: know, right? He, uh, he was he got some money. I don't know how much yet. he got, but he got some it money.
0: Was, it wasn't what he originally wanted, but
1: you know, right? It, it, and and know, the good
0: thing about yeah, the good thing about him is that you know, when you when you you, you hold vendettas, your will dig two graves, one for you and the other guy. So he did the right thing by telling Stallone, you know, you need to to, to right. make restitution me to me, and, right. and he did,
1: you know. yeah Yeah, and he made a movie I forget I forget who one of the Wahlbergs I think played played his part I believe I'm not sure I think Donnie Wahlberg played his part but anyway and so when I saw him again in Georgia City Ford I asked him you know how you know how you been how you doing all that he told me he's a black belt in 10 different uh martial arts which I didn't know um he slimmed down he lost he's got to be 40 or 50 pounds lighter than he was he got scar tissue taken, you know, off his face. He got his nose fixed, and anyway, and he stopped
0: taking, I, he stopped taking punches to the head, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, only his wife now punches him in the head, I think. But anyway, <laughs> um, I think he straightened himself up a lot. This, this, the last, his third wife straightened him out completely. You know, really straightened him out, put him on a straight and narrow. I think he's got some money now. He lives a moderate life, or whatever, you know. And um, I had this group salvation. They were like semi-pro almost. And so I had gotten an album of theirs and I made some guy, a friend of mine made it into a CD and I had two of them. So I said, Chuck, would you would you like your CD? Because I have an extra one. And he went crazy, like really ridiculous. He said, oh, my God, that's so cool. I, you know, I haven't heard them in years. And I gave him the CD and he came back to me about a week later and gave me a shirt from a distributor, from a, uh, a liquor distributor that uh, keeps you cool in the summer and hot in the winter it's made out of some kind of special material but he was so grateful for me giving him this cd and he said anytime i'm i said listen chuck anytime you come in if you if i'm here you know ask for me whatever and i'll you you can sit in my office and we can bullshit about the old times and the osprey and down the shore and all this stuff and he was like so cool you know he was really I think he's better now than he was years ago because I don't think he's living that stupid the, the wildlife that he was living for a while you know
0: well, well maybe one night if you ever see him we'll bring him on and we'll we'll, we'll have a uh yeah chat. yeah maybe I can get him to come on
1: yeah it's possible so that's yeah. my story with uh with my boxer and my boxing story so but interesting well, you know, that Kamata was getting motorhead while you were getting uh train head
0: yeah you know it's fun.
1: but you didn't <laughs> get pulled over though
0: no no I, I wasn't driving you know
1: no <laughs> yeah. You weren't driving a trade, otherwise we would have been off the track. We would have derailed. Yeah, that's right. We would have derailed.
0: You know, it was funny because when
1: the flowed over
0: you know, it's funny when the police were asking questions, I said, Shit, how do I explain this? Right.
1: <laughs>
0: Who is she? I you know, i barely even knew what her name was. I mean right, so I don't like, think
1: you knew her name. I don't think do you know her name? I think uh, you got her name. I think she left gave you a phone number at the end, but you didn't know her name then, I don't believe
0: no it happened later on yeah it happened when she, just when she got off the train you
1: know, right she slipped through your number
0: yeah but at that point you know i was like you know what uh, <laughs> it is what it is i you know it's just it
1: uh, was it is what it is and it was what it was
0: but it was an interesting beginning that you and I. As a matter of yeah. fact three years later now i've been going to chinatown to get right. massages and uh so i go to this, this place and uh, they got a new guy there working there so he introduces himself as Jackie Hands. Mm-hmm. So I look at the guy, I go, Man, why does this guy look familiar to me? You know? And uh, so I get my massage, whatever, and I'm looking over and I see boxes in the side of the room. I go, Oh shit, that's Jackie Hands from the train. That's gotta be who right. he is. He's had old boxes that are like half taped and uh, unopened. Un- I'm saying track tape
1: on them. At a track tape on him. <laughs> It's so from Chinatown to Chicago, probably.
0: Yeah. So when I got done with the massage, I says I got to go to the bathroom, wash my hands, you know, and uh, relieve myself. While I'm in the bathroom, I'm going, what the hell is this? You know, I think right. so. He, I
1: think he hit it in the bathroom after, you know, he, he got. You got any weed? Can I do you get a massage and, and weed with it? It's yeah, a weed so, massage.
0: <laughs> so I got a contact high and then I left right. there out of there. So now let me get a cup of cappuccino and, and, uh, and, and something here in Chinatown. Yeah. Because uh, I'm high as a kite. It was probably the the, the instead of going to williamsburg,
1: instead, of William, instead of going to williamsburg you went to queens that day <laughs> <laughs> got the wrong, you got on the a, a train instead of the c trade yeah
0: yeah i got on the train i you know, didn't know which way to go i ended up in the caboose i think you know it's just funny but you know th- these are things that happen and as we said before you can't make this make up. up that's right no you yeah, really it. can't and for nope. those of you listening to the trailer if you like right. this, you're going to like the, the other show. things you that we share, share yeah. with you. You're going to you're going to love what we talk about. I right. mean cuz we're giving you real life stories. Right. This is it's BS because it's entertainment. So you can right. take it with a grain of salt. You can take it with some pepper. You can take it with some oregano, but we are regular guys, two guys just
1: BS. The only so BS you're going to use in your life is the BS show.
0: Right, and it's Stephanie G, man. So those of you that are listening, you've tried the rest. Now try the best. We're giving you a sample of right. how this all started. Alan's got thousands of jokes that he
1: and stories and stories.
0: And I've got some stories, and I've got videos, and I've got research, because and I've right. got facts about things and. If you watch the show, you'll find out why I'm the $25 million man. I, uh, you know, it's it's out there. And and those of you watching the show will get to know that I'm a regular guy, but I put my pants on the same way. But if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck,
1: we it got is a duck.
0: duck. It's a duck. That's so right. right now, what's going on in this country? I mean, you have to understand that we need all the comedy we can get. So you try these other guys, and I'm not going to mention no names. I'm going to call them all pretenders. Right. You know, you get a guy do a show, and I'm going to pick on a situation. Doesn't do his research. You could send them what you want them to say, how you want them to interview you, and the guy will say to you just before you're going on, oh, I'm going to wing it. We're going to wing it. Really? You know, so when does that delivery get to my house? Because I want some thighs with those ribs and with those wings, you know, because I don't want to wing it. So this is what you're getting at there, guys who are unprepared to come on and entertain you. We're entertaining you. We're gonna give you whatever you need, stories that'll just come up, you know, like this is like real live TV. Real life story.
1: Real life story. Real 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 time. Yes. Yep. in
0: real time we, we don't we don't stop at the commercials there's no script here i mean there's nope. a little bit of a things that, that i do on this end to set the right. table to how we're doing it but the show format the segments are all there and once you go to the show we see we already have 11 shows in the hopper there tomorrow Looking night number 12 9 tomorrow 9 night o'clock, number 12 and whoever thought that three years three later
1: right
0: yeah that three months ago even that we were going to do this because for me i said to you i've done live stream years ago but right uh right. eh, it was like an afterthought you know right. i've been a youtube guy for like a dozen years and for those who don't know uh, i got a youtube channel where i'm stefan sindoni that's that's my full name Stefan right. abraham sindoni to be it correct and right. uh but video has been my game i've done uh, radio tv stand-up comedy i've hosted shows i had a comedy cd out there and i I put stuff out there for people to enjoy. So making people laugh is, is something I've I've enjoyed since I'm five, six years old. When my grandfather used to take out his castanets and uh, invite women uh, on to the stupa and, and give them a glass of wine and get them drunk, you know, and, <laughs> and watch them, like, walk away, like, stoned out of their mind. I watched my grandfather So, what are you doing? He says, I'm having a good time. So, you know, right. from an early age, I realized, you know, Enjoy your day because, you know, what right. you got, this is your day and you might as well enjoy it. So we got involved with this and we're enjoying ourselves. And I'll just say, if you really want to enjoy comedy, keep it locked here. The BS right. Show, Stephanie G-Man. And right. uh, we're on Thursday nights, either 8 or 9 o'clock. We're, we're going to live stream it. And pretty soon we'll be on all the other uh, platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google Play, and Stitcher and uh son of a bitcher, we'll be on everything
1: you know we're gonna be all over the place you know we're just having two guys having fun and we're doing it for fun to to, you know to make people laugh and forget about real life there's a lot of stuff going on in real life now and as of today we're going to be a shortage of gas thanks to our genius president who i call him backwards biden and hooker harris um i don't think he has a clue what's going on we didn't have a war overseas, we didn't have unemployment, we didn't have a gas shortage, we didn't have 100,000 people coming across the border, which we all have now, and the guy's only in office four or five months, really? We got a long way to go with this guy, and boy, it's gonna be a rocky, rocky road, let me tell you. I may get some ice cream out of that.
0: (laughs) I gotta tell you, from what I see, he hasn't done a good thing in his life. you know. 47 years in politics.
1: Well, the one thing he showed is that he can write his name with a new pen. Because every yes. executive order, he can, he signs his name with a new gold pen. I don't understand why he can't use the same pen, but. Cause why we have to see him, why we have to see him signing executive orders for I could care less what you sign, about. pal. The only thing I want to see is you sign my paycheck.
0: <laughs> well, right now. I just think that it's time that we, we wake up from this, uh, pandemic, uh,
1: scam yeah.
0: and uh, that's just my take on it. I'm, I'm being honest yeah. with you. I had right. a fa- all family members got sick during the course right. of the early pandemic. I never I got did. sick.
1: And I did, I too. never,
0: you know, so, and, and I know that if you, if you're healthy, you're taking vitamins, you're taking the right protocol, you're not going to get sick. You're just not going to get sick. And I, and I haven't, and I, and I never will. I just, I don't buy it. Yeah, yeah. I've had the flu before. I've had colds before, but right. I'll never get what they're telling me. And I, as far as getting a shot, they're not bending me over anytime soon. I don't think. No,
1: you know? Motorhead had a lot of protein.
0: Well, you know, Motorhead, nothing wrong with Motorhead. You no, know, nothing wrong
1: so with Motorhead. No, <laughs>
0: no.
1: Would you get or giving Well, it depends. I don't want to be give, i don't want to be getting, but I'm—I'll I'll give it.
0: <laughs> well, you know, I, I look at it this way it is what it is life is trans, a
1: transgender bender fender fender bender
0: not in my neighborhood
1: <laughs> about, yeah. a burger you
0: know uh I, I believe in equal rights you know and yeah. uh and, and giving women equal nights and uh, i just don't think that that's I, like than, I like equal nights
1: better. i like equal nights a little bit yeah yeah well
0: i I'm mean, a, you know, I'm not,
1: a, I'm not a switch hitter one way
0: the greatest gift to man was woman, and I think there was a comment by one of uh, your friends, matter of fact, on the uh, the live stream there in the chat. I don't see anybody in the chat here tonight, but the point, of fact, let me check real quick here while, while we're at it. Anybody's in there? All right. Nobody's in there right now, but it just seems like that we haven't had any activity, and I don't know what the reason is. I know there's we've had some challenges because people yeah. don't want. Our, us to get our show out. a number of times we've had some challenges which i don't want to go into too much in this trailer but if you like here. What you're hearing, but yeah if you like what you're hearing keep it locked here this is this is right. going to be an ongoing thing alan's not going anywhere i'm going not going anywhere. anywhere right now i'm not going in a witness protection program and alan's not either you know no. i do i do go to chinatown but i'm not going to have the uh, jackie hands give me any any contraband you know to, to travel on the train with because i don't want to get arrested too so right. i will I will leave that one alone but it was a great story knowing you know that these things do happen and it's right. not what happens to you it's how you react to it so what do we right. do we you tweak the lemons and we turned them into lemonade and now we've got the bs show and right. uh, so kudos like my lemonade. friend
1: i like pink kudos. Lemonade.
0: pink Lit. well there you go but to, to each their own you know yeah yeah, so i'm I'm glad that you know that happened because if that hadn't happened, I got on that train or or missed that train for whatever the reason this show would never happen. so the the right. audience uh, gets the benefit of uh, Jackie Hans <laughs>
1: right We become good friends over over this meeting that we had so
0: and, and it, wasn't,
1: know, it wasn't it wasn't it's funny because you had come back from California. And I had come back from seeing a very close cousin of mine who was like a brother to me. He was dying and I wanted to see him before he died and he died not too long after that. And so I was kind of down and out a little bit when I got to the train, but then I I saw this stuff going on and it cheered me up and I started joking around, trying to forget about what I had just seen in St. Louis. Um, And I was very, very close to this man. He was like a brother to me growing up. Um, I didn't have any brothers. so. We were very, very close growing up, and uh, it kind of hit me pretty hard to see him like that. But I had to see him before he passed away. So,
0: well, you know, was, I have was... a, su- I have a similar story, Alan, because when I was out in California, I was just, right. Uh, you met
1: if... your uncle, right? You were with your uncle, I, I, met... I believe.
0: Yeah, I met my uncle and uh, and my, my great uncle, and uh, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer around that time. Right. I remember you and said was, that. And I was doing my best, you know, to, to see him. Like in the last year couple of times just because I knew he was like about 91 years old now and he was trying to beat my uncle Armin who was 95 who had died and he goes he goes I got to outlive my older brother and I said well that's a, that's a good you know target to have yeah. I said right. but you got to live one day at a time Uncle Al is what I said and you know but we became very very close uh, there and uh, so after I left him I got on the train he took me to to the station there in, in LA and then I I got on the train and I had that long crazy ride and that's right. where we get we, we hooked that, up in right. Chicago, right. But my uncle was was funny though because uh, I had told him so many escapades that were happening to me. Somebody tried to steal my luggage. Somebody tried to do this, you know. And he said, Why would they do? I said, I don't know, you know. Just, uh, but uh, it was just so funny how my uncle would yeah. say to me, Well, you're going back to New York, right? And he said, uh, We're going to a party tonight. And this woman, she's Jewish. I know your mother's Jewish. I know you're not Jewish, but, you know, you're the Jewish persuasion. Your mother's name was Abraham's. He said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. He says, because you got some challenges going back to New York. And I'm thinking, like, how does he know this, right? So, because I told him a little bit, not not too much. So, we go to play Uno at this woman's house. And when the game is over, he says to the woman, he says, by the way, he goes, do you have any extra yarmulkes here? You know, because I, I like to give my nephew one to go back to New York with. So, she says... Just so happens I do. So she comes out and she pulls out some some kippers. Yeah, i one was black, you know, conventional black one. One was gold, like like the like the Midas mm-hmm. touch. Another one was a different color. So she says, "What do you want?" I said, "Give me the black one and give me the gold one." You know, I took the both of them. You know, and uh, I took them, and I took them back with me, and I had them in my my, my Get luggage.
1: Get them half one. off.
0: Uh, <laughs> I was gonna cut cut it in half and like you know put the yeah. gold in the black. Right. So what I, what I did was I took them. I graciously said, "Thank you." Put them in my bag, and uh, the woman says to me, "You know, you can put some bobby pins in to hold it on your your, right. your head." I said, "You got a couple?" So she gave me a couple bobby pins. I put it in a, a a ziploc bag, and I put it in my bag. You know, thinking, I don't know why my uncle told me this, but he said to me, he goes, "You got to get out of New York." He says, "But until you do, you're wh- where are you?" He said, "I'm in Williamsburg." He said, nephew, <laughs> he said, put, on. put it on until you leave, because if you have any problems in New York, you got to play the juke card. Now I'm looking at him like, really? He goes, yeah, he goes, because he goes, I can't help you. Now, my uncle was a multi-millionaire. He said, money's not going to help you. He says, you got to outthink
1: people. And well, I step, looked at him. You know, I call my kids, not to interrupt you, but I, I'm going to interrupt you. You know, my kids are, are Jewish and Italian, which which is what you are. Um, so I call them jewops. But they can't get wholesale; they steal, <laughs> or they make an offer you can't refuse. So, uh, but we're very, very similar. Jewish people and 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 That's Italian that. people. I was married to an Italian girl, uh, and and we're very similar. It's all about family usually. Um, we think a lot alike, and and it's it's mostly about family. So working hard and and working for your family, and your family is important to you.
0: Well, oh. you know, one of the things I learned growing up is that you know on religious holidays I was confused. Yeah. I always took a half a day off. You know, I didn't know you know
1: <laughs> which
0: way I should go. And I said, well, you know what? It is what it is. But my mother was a beautiful woman. You know, my my mother didn't raise me stupid. My father, he surely tried. You know,
1: right. for
0: my my eighth birthday, he went and got me a a bag of cement because he wanted me to follow in his footsteps. You know, so.
1: <laughs> that's you trying to of part of the Bridge or what? <laughs> yeah,
0: he might be you now. <laughs>
1: No, actually,
0: Jimmy Hopper? Yeah. Well, well, you know, the Jimmy Hopper story. Let's quickly go into that real quick here. I know we're we're segwayed, but Sorry. I was watching this, this Kennedy special the other night, wise guy special, and right. uh when Kennedy needed money to finance his campaign, Sam G and Connor, which was Marilyn right. one, one of her her boyfriends, whatever one of them, he he gave a, a million dollars to the campaign, the Kennedys to help win the campaign. And right. once they won the campaign and they even show footage of john kennedy thanking these people for helping him right and then not not long after that his brother right went after sam Giancana in these uh, uh, uh the right. committee of uh right. witch hunts against the mafia
1: right. right
0: so sam decided you know that he was going to take out john but right the vendetta was really against robert right because robert was the one that could have laid off and he wouldn't lay off. And they told him, you know, right. back up. So he wouldn't back up. So as Tupac said, well, you're gonna get smacked the fuck up. So right. they they smacked the both of them up. But right. the interesting thing, about, and, and being and I'm talking about it now, is that I did a lot of research on this. Cause you know, we were growing up when this has all happened, I was too right. young. I remember, right. I, remember right. I was in school where I was and they told us what happened. You know. The president's been shot, whatever. Then right. three hours later, when I got home, found that he was dead. But later on, I did some research in it, and they—they they had him in a cross a crossfire, right. triangle a crossfire, right. and right. he got shot from different directions. Right. And
1: but Lee Harvey Oswald got got—he supposedly he shot him from one angle. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. Lee, Lee, but Lee Harvey Oswald never took a shot. The guy who was up in the, the building, right. I have photos that you can see. You guys can look up my stuff, and I have photos that show. Lee Harvey Oswald in front of the building when the motorcade was going around the circle. He was downstairs. Right. He wasn't even up on the sixth floor. The guy right. who 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 uh who they took to the police station was interesting. They had a double, they had a look-alike. And uh the guy who was with Jack Ruby was a look-alike right. for the real one. So they were right. setting him up. Then you got that guy Tippett, right? Officer Tippett, right? Afterwards, who gets shot. Well, right. and then they find Lee Harvey Oswald's in the the movie theater, the Texas theater. But what people don't know is there were two Harvey Oswald's in the theater. They took the cops, took one out the front for you to see and the other one out the back. And uh, so you didn't know that it was all set up, that they were two two Oswalds in this whole thing. But the interesting thing about it is, is that and I could ask anyone to do their research. I found this video where this guy was part of the, uh, the mafia and the Louisiana people. And he was the one in the grassy knoll who took the shot. Right. Kennedy in the throat. And, but the the fatal shot that took the back, the front of his head back was, uh, from the limo driver, William Greer, who shot him and killed him. But Tippett officer Tippett was shot near the theater. They put a bullet in his head because they needed his head to be able to to change the exit wound angle, of, where, right. of the angle of where it was. So the truth of the matter is it was a tri- triangle crossfire and Kennedy was, was killed that day. But that weekend, the White House, they already changed the rugs in the White House. Lyndon Johnson had already changed the decor in the Oval Office that weekend. Well, so he already knew they were going to take out Kennedy so he could become president.
1: Yeah, well, Hoffa... Um... When I grew up, my neighbor behind me um, came up in the trucking union with him, and he said that the Kennedys killed Hoffa because he was getting too powerful, and he is part of the Verrazano Bridge. One of these. Well,
0: what I come to learn, and I just learned this recently because I didn't know this, but what I come to learn is, if Sam Giancana stole the million dollars from the 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 Teamsters Union, which is what right, Hoffa right. was was in charge of. Hoffa right. must have got wind of it that they took right. the money and right. they gave it to Kennedy. So right. the reason why they killed Hoffa is because he discovered that right. they stole the funds in the Teamsters Union pension right. fund.
1: Right. Right. So and, the Kennedys
0: are guilty of that.
1: Right. And the Kennedys thought that he was getting too powerful. Um, he was going to be more powerful than before he went to prison. And they were afraid of him. So they decided the best thing to do was take him out.
0: Well, also, too, uh, with uh, Martin Luther King, you know, uh, the Kennedys were probably a, instrumental in, the, in his death as well. Right. You know,
1: and well, that's, you and know. that's
0: why that's why Bobby was taken out in Los Angeles when he was running for president. You know, oh, no, you don't.
1: Right. Well, you know, their father, they learned from their father, you know, Joe Kennedy was not exactly a saint. He you was know, a bootlegger. he ran liquor, he ran bootlegging, he stole people's property you know, you didn't pay him on time, he just would burn you out if he had to or just take your mortgage from you. He well, was one not just, a ruthless the guy. Nice,
0: One of the things about him was he had Frank Sinatra campaigning for his son and Sammy right. Davis would campaign. Right. And when it came to time for like to get together, Sammy Davis was snubbed completely. Right. Not Cause allowed right. and, and, cuz he was black. Right. So here right. it was, here's a guy who gave his heart and his soul to help the president get elected. And uh, right. he gets to snub like that just because of the color of his skin, which is wrong. But yet the Kennedys were known, oh, they're for the people of color. No, they weren't. No. No, they weren't.
1: No, Joe Kennedy like that, was not a nice man. He's not a nice man.
0: No, but you know what? In the end, they got what was coming to them.
1: Well, they've had yeah. more problems. You know, with all their money and all their, their wheeling and dealing and all their crap, they've had a lot of um, misfortunes, more, the more than most. So, well
0: I I can say this right now a vote for a politician is a right. vote for slavery right Vote for me and I'll shackle you that, that that's what they're telling you. And so if you look at it, the game is fixed you know the right. house always wins. There's no right. way you're gonna beat the system unless you do like the Native Americans and say, you know what we're not going to participate,
1: right you know? Right. You
0: can appropriate all you want, steal this and steal that, because that's what they're good at. They're good at stealing stuff. Like right now, if I put this show out, whatever, and if I don't read the fine print, somebody's going to want to steal the rights to our property. Oh, okay. So right. I know what's happening in America. So before you say, right. you know, like I, I tell this one joke about, you know, before I get effed, I like to be kissed, you know, I have to be right. massaged. Right. So, and in, in in, in for my neck of the woods, you know, I don't know you that well. <laughs> I don't know you that way, you know. You're gonna have to catch me on a day where I'm sleeping, tired, travel halfway across the country for you to get busy with me, because uh, I'm gonna be usually wide awake and aware yeah. of what's going on. Yeah, I was
1: born at night, but it wasn't last night, right?
0: I was really born at night, eight twenty-one at night. I remember. I was born
1: in the time. morning, eleven twenty-four, I believe, on a sunny day, actually.
0: I know it was born on a Thursday and that's maybe that's why we picked Thursday to do a show on Thursday so yeah, I don't know what that was born on yeah, what
1: yeah, I know the date but yeah, I don't I know, know the date. What, what you can look on... it up you can, yeah,
0: you, you, can up. you can search yeah. that and look it up but yeah here we are you know talking about different things but we're talking about things that most people would shy away from you right know, the, the, Kennedy, the Kennedy assassination
1: right
0: most people don't want to talk about what really it's really happened, happened
1: yeah with Jimmy Hoffa yeah. the whole thing so we talk yeah, about really... these, we, we talk about these things on our our video our stream live and we tell jokes and we tell idioms for idiots and we analyze this and stuff like that so if you're if that's if that if this piques your curiosity then come on in and listen or listen to us after after it's on and I say if you like it fine if you don't say la vie that's it you know
0: well to find us, you find us on the BS Show stuff and the G Man on the YouTube channel, and you will soon find us on uh, some platforms, uh, podcast platforms. As soon as I get around to doing it all, it, I have to to, to register and, and do you know do a couple yeah. of things. Not too much to do, nothing I can't handle. But for those of you listening, if you like what you, you're saying. We're going to do a little bit of that. Uh, we'll have hundreds of videos on the uh, the BS show channel, uh, some related to it, some not. We've got other comedians on there who set the table for, for us to be here tonight. Right. And uh, so if you like comedy, our channel is a good place to go because you can be there for hours, which I've been there for hours, just right. watching some and of the others, things I put on there that right. I've never seen before. Right. But I know, you know, funny is funny. Right so when you come to our show we will definitely entertain you with stories things going on and we got much much more and and how some of this came up tonight is earlier today and i'm talking on the phone with alan and a couple of things come up all of a sudden oh we got to include that tonight so
1: right there's right.
0: always material we yeah. can do a show any day of the week at any hour of the day
1: yeah, most most of this was, most of this was not scripted. The only thing that we wasn't was really scripted, or not, or that we knew really, was the, the how we met basically. But everything else is off the cuff, which is what we do a lot of it, off the cuff. Uh, you know, we tell stories, we tell jokes, we just tell everyday life what's going on in the world, and things that happen to us during the week. You know, there's uh, funny things happen during the week that people don't pay attention to. Well,
0: tomorrow, tomorrow night's show, I'm going to talk about some of the things that happened to me today, actually in this right. week, and right. uh, as you will, because we right. can't make up what really happens. But no. there's one thing I learned that nothing, nothing bad. There's nothing bad. Everything is good. It just has a flip side to it. You just have to flip it around and find, you know, whether it's lemons or you want to turn to lemonade. So there's right. an opportunity in everything. So today I had some challenges, but by right. the end of the day. I always figure out a way to right the injustice or right the wrong or to laugh about it and say, okay, I, I, I just have to roll with this. I have to use comedy to vent this out because I know that this is just for my benefit, you know, to, to be stronger in my right. journey in life. And my journey in life right now, partner, is to pal up with you every week right. and enjoy
1: right. what the we're time doing. that
0: I've got, what we're doing, how we're doing it and i would say to anyone out there who's got a show you need to step up your game
1: we will step be we will be unpolitically correct exactly right. anything we will say anything about anybody and right. if you take offense to it then you take offense
0: oh, yeah. to it. And speaking of which tomorrow now I'll, I'll talk about my new website my new youtube channel about america and things that i've discovered because it's about time that we just like set it off so tomorrow I'll talk about where to go, to understand what's really happened. And if anybody's got any huspa or any cojones, they'll realize, you know what? I'm not taking this no more. Right. I'm not taking this. No- I would say something now, but I'm not. I'll just say, not on our watch, because we're, right. we're watching. We are watching, and we're, we're going to share with you what we think, because there's nobody stopping you and I from saying. Absolutely. What we think. I'm not going to stop you from anything. Nope. Nope. you know and you and and you're the same thing because you know what we're in this together you know this right. boat is not sinking this boat nope. is floating and we're right. going somewhere and for anybody who wants to spend the hour of time enjoyable time keep it locked here alan right. final words brother yeah
1: well what just you if you like this fight if you don't we you know it's that's your prerogative you know we give our opinions we We give our views, we talk about a lot of stuff, and we just have fun. That's what the call, that's what the BS show is. Just two guys BSing, two regular guys, talking about the world, talking about what they believe, telling some jokes, telling some stories. And if you like us, fine. If you don't, c'est la vie, like I said.
0: So you can find us on the BS channel, Stephanie and G-Man on YouTube right now. And uh, tomorrow night, we've got a show at 9 o'clock tomorrow. Number 9, hour number 9, number 9, number 9. Right now number I'm gonna
1: play number 12
0: number 12 right right now I'm gonna play a clip now this is I was out with uh was it last night I forget last night and I I did this comedy and uh and this is I, I reproduced the song with Anna good night sweetheart so mm-hmm. here's my posse I've got uh Goomba John and I've got the uh, Motown singing with me Mr Motown the nice yeah. Mr Motown my partner so In the future, you guys will hear more of uh, my entourage and what I'm doing. I'm having fun, and uh, you guys should do the same thing. So, if you're not having fun, take your finger out of your ass, you know.
1: (laughs) Right?
0: So, here we go, Alan. I will see you tomorrow for everybody out there.
1: Sayonara, Sayonara. Sayonara. and we'll see you. Shalom.
0: Good night, sweetheart. Yes, good night, sweetheart. Time to go. Good night, sweetheart. it's time to go. I hate to leave you. I really must say, Good night, sweetheart. Good night.